0: they're also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life
1: no purchase necessary btw root void
0: prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus
2: okay our next email is from manny hey manny hey hey ladies Another great season of Dim Thrones is coming to an end. I'm all caught up and just heard this is True Blood's last season. Yep. I didn't know that. Yep. I will catch it when I can at a party or a friend's house. I can't see myself paying to watch that show another year. (laughs) But on to a much better show and a great year with Game of Thrones. I really like the finale and the setups for next year. Mm -hmm. First of all, I'm shaking my head at Davos who risked his life to save um, Gendry by putting him in a boat but the boy can't swim nor row. I know. Then he's saved from execution by the Red Woman because of the coming battle north of the Wall. How do you think
3: Stannis will um, save the realms? He won't. I don't think he will save them. No, but I mean... I don't think he will. That's just that red witch bitch saying that shit. I mean, he'll
2: help fight, but I don't know right. that he'll be the one to save he's it. He's not
3: going to save nothing.
2: Can he untie the Five Kingdoms to fight the White Walkers? Hmm, that's going to be interesting. Hmm. And speaking of the Red Woman, she called for three names when she threw the leeches in the fire. First Robb Stark, then Greyjoy, then Joffrey. Mm-hmm. Is Baylon Greyjoy next to die? Yep. I think so. Okay, what will happen to Lady Brienne now that the Starks are no more? I hope they keep her around. I think they will. because I think they will because Jamie J- likes her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about nasty-ass Walter Frey looking like a big, barefoot, big lock shopper. <laughs> he was slurping and spitting his way all over that dinner table with Bolton so much. I'm surprised Bolton didn't slip on the floor. <laughs> Such a fucking coward he is, and he showed it by still sitting in the dining hall. Yep. Frey, who's never won a battle and never been to war, was sitting there salivating over his accomplishments that he even had to be there while the blood was getting wiped from the floors. Yeah. What a disgusting creature. The sad thing is he's probably going to be around for a long time making more daughters. I don't think so. He says, you know his daughters, right? Jaqua, Wawa, Quinoa, Shaniqua, Chlamydia, and Taniqua. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and Mary. The last thing I want to say is I love the actor playing Joffrey. That ugly ugly little boy plays a psychopath and a spoiled kid with power brilliantly. He does,
3: though. He is is a good good. actor.
2: Though I definitely saw some foreshadowing with him being knocked down a peg by O.G. Lannister. (laughs) Yeah, because that's the O.G. He's wearing a phantom crown while Theon has a phantom cock. Mm. And why are there so many dickless men laughing my head out? I count eight thousand and three nicked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, PS, Shay's time is coming to a close. She hasn't learned yet to think with your head and not your heart. Take a look at the West the West stubborn whore. What woman will ever throw away a bag of diamonds? I know. Great season, great podcast, Manny.
3: Thank you, Manny. Thank for you, that, Manny. Uh, email. And you know what? That's what I'm thinking, too. I uh, I don't like the way that they've written her to do that, though. Because one thing that was very interesting, and I can't remember now if we mentioned it or not, with uh, her uh, conversation with Vera says, he says, oh, and you've been here since 13, such a child. And she said, I hadn't been a child since I was nine. My mother made sure of that. So I think her mama started holding her out at Oh, nine, yeah. At age nine. But I want to know more to that story. But... You would think that uh, a whole bag of diamonds? No, I don't think, I don't think she would have thrown it away. But anyway, be that as it may, she did, so.
2: Well, it just shows that at this point, she's not in it for the money.
3: Yeah, well, she's
2: in it for Tyrion, so.
3: Well, and she also know that uh, Tywin controls everything there, and he could have her put to death immediately. Well, you know. You know, so. Like she always
2: says, she can cut their face off.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Okay,
2: our next email is from Widow Yorin. Hey, Widow Yorin. Oh, sisters, the end has come again for another season. Yep. I want to confess, Arya Stark redeemed herself with me by nicking that soldier who was bragging about attacking Grey Wind's, attaching Grey Wind's yep. head on Rob's body. Yep. I loved how she tricked him with Jackin's coin, and the hound had her back to kill the rest of the soldiers. So did. So much better than her always sass-talking and calling people liars. Liar. (laughs) She didn't say none of that this time. She sure didn't. She was all about business. She nicked somebody. Yorn would have been so proud. Yep. But she also paid me back for doubting her because when she held that coin in her hand and said Jackin's words, the scene changed to a horse in a field with a man kneeling by a pond. Sister K, I thought I was getting ready to see Jackin. I know! <laughs> That's what I thought too, though, really. My loins came alive. Oh, but no. whose face came across my screen? John yes, Snow. Snow. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Who wants to see John's cut up face? Arya said the words, Where's Jackin? Mm. I was ready to run through my house checking all the TVs. Mm. Jackin has to be here. It's his coin, his words. Get John off my screen. Well, but see, she's supposed to say it to someone from Bravos, right? A bravosi man. So, mm-hmm. Bunny, Tammy, I know y'all like Jackin too, but girlfriends, my clean plate cracked and my heart broke when the man on my screen didn't turn out to be Jackin. <laughs> so when I saw Egrette with her crossbow, I lost my hell. I lost my head and yelled, "Shoot him, trick!" <laughs> 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 and the bitch did. Ooh. Good Lord, run Jon Snow. I didn't mean it. <laughs> I cannot watch another stark die this season. I know. I was just thinking with my unnicked plate. Sorry, Yorin. <laughs> I think I need some nightshade and a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Well, sisters, thanks for another wonderful Game of Thrones season. And next year we have three dire wolves and three starks at the wall and three dragons in the sky. Yep. Hands washed, curtains closed, wolves fed, Widow Yorin.
3: Thank you, Widow Yorin. Thank you, Widow Yorin. For that wonderful e Oh, that is great. You know what? Yeah, we, we will have three at the wall. Yeah. That's it? Yeah. So yeah that would be interesting. Yeah, I, I mean to me this whole episode was to set up for the next season. So I thought it was very uh, well done as far as setting us up for the next season because it's it's that's what it was. It was one of those bridge episodes.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, our next email is from uh Jazzy. Hey Jazzy. Hey sisters. I'm truly sorry for the long-ass email, but it couldn't be helped. (laughs) I'm going to start with that rat bastard Joffrey and say I want someone to kill him. Yep. I want his death to be painful and slow, and then I want to see his head stuck on a donkey. (laughs) It was pretty disturbing seeing that sadistic fucker smiling and jumping up and down because of Robb Stark's and Lady Catelyn's death. I was really wishing I could reach inside the TV and choke the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. I love seeing Tywin threaten Joffrey again with no dr- retribution. Mm-hmm. Joffrey is an idiot. Did you ever notice it takes him a second to realize when someone insults him? Uh, yeah, yes. it does. Uh-huh. It does. I bet his grandfather is now thinking, this is what inbreeding gets you. Mm-hmm. Joffrey and the Mad King. Yep. Well, see, he didn't want them. I mean, Cersei and Jaime did that shit on their Mm-hmm. I also want Meister Pycelle dead, too. He's annoying as hell. Oh, and that, yeah. And that fake-ass old man routine is getting old. I know it. My favorite part of this episode, by far, was seeing Joffrey go too far with his grandfather. I especially like how everyone in the room got quiet, like, oh, shit, here we go. <laughs> yeah,
3: I know it. I know it. Everybody was so yes, quiet. They were like... like
2: Oh shit! Time to go. Mm-hmm. Like in the color purple. Mm-hmm. I was happy to see the king sent to bed without his supper, like the whiny child that he is. Did anyone ever notice that Tywin is the demon guy from the Golden Child? Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, he yeah. is. My heart broke in this episode for Arya. This girl is definitely going to be screwed up for life. Mm-hmm. I hope that now she takes the Hound's name off her list. Cause he's earned another chance yeah hedge a bravos girl there's nothing left for you in the north mm-hmm. i really hated seeing rob's body used like that i hope someone kills water Frey and his whole ugly clan and lord bolton for betraying rob yep i hope the gods do curse him for killing guests in his home but by the looks of his family i think he might already be cursed mm-hmm. i was happy to hear that blackfish wasn't in on it and escaped yeah i know he will figure out a way to get revenge i think yes. so I also feel bad for Tyrion and Sansa. She seems like she's opening up to Tyrion and then finds out about her family. Yeah. I just hope that she doesn't do anything to herself. She begged to go to Westeros so she could marry Joffrey, and now she's never going home again, and as far as she knows, everyone in her family is dead. The only person she trusts is her husband's mistress. To see Tyrion's face while he heard from his father's own lips that he wanted to kill him when he was born... But family obligation was the only thing that stopped him is
3: seriously fucked up. I know it.
2: Also, was Lord Varys trying to give Shay a warning that Tywin might be coming to might be coming close to knowing who she is? Well if Tywin thinks that she is stopping Tyrion from making babies with Sansa, her ass is grass. See? That's yeah. what I'm saying. He said that if I ever catch a hoe in your bed, she's gonna be dead. She dead. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really hoping we could be done with, tier- with Theon's storyline, but I am glad to know all of the details. Yeah. I think Theon has suffered enough. I hope that his sister can get to him and save him from being tortured longer. That Ramsey sure is a twisted asshole. Mm-mm. I really thought he was eating his Franks and beans at first. I did, too. <laughs> oh, no,
3: they wouldn't do that. They might. Mm.
2: I don't condu- um let's see. I really hope in the next season, I get to see Egrit die. I can't have nobody shooting arrows at my baby John, and she works my nerves. She is
3: annoying.
2: He told you from the start that you were a side piece, and now you're acting surprised. I'm glad he made it to the end of the season, but he didn't look too good. <laughs> After having his eyes almost gouged out by the bird and getting shot three times, I'd say he's the luckiest Stark alive. Yeah, but he ain't no Stark.
3: Mm-mm. He is, but you know. Well, but not I, really. He is. Well, yeah, because that was Ned's sister. I don't condone sister's fucking brothers, but shouldn't Cersei be a
2: little more happy that her lover, I mean, brother, is back in King's Landing? Yeah, she should. That's what I'm saying. She looked at him like, what the fuck happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> I, know. Well, I know. I don't think that their relationship will ever be the same. Jamie is not the same person anymore, and she's still the same backstabbing shallow bitch that she's been the whole show. She's good at playing the game, but I think she's played the wrong hand with Joffrey. Someone's going to kill that boy, and she can't depend on Jamie to protect her anymore. Mm-mm. Yeah, and see, now Jamie, I want to see, this, this is what I want to see next season. I want to see Jamie find out that Joffrey's his, Yeah, and Maricela is his, and Tommen is his. We
3: haven't seen a little boy for a while. Well, he ought to know them kids as he is.
2: Well, he might know. Maybe. Um, Daenerys is really impressing me. You know you go hard when a whole city gives up just because you're outside. I'm really glad that she has her army now. But when the hell is she heading to Westeros? And how is she going to get her whole army there?
3: That's what I'm saying.
2: Yep. When they did the sky view, I was like, damn, because that's a whole lot of people to look after. And because it's Game of Thrones, it's a whole lot of fuckers who can turn on you.
3: Yeah. That's true. Yeah.
2: Anyway, ladies, I will be listening to the True Blood podcast and look forward to laughing with you and all the other listeners. Jazzy. Thank you, Jazzy, Jazzy for that email.
3: Yeah, that is a point, though. Uh, that's a lot of people that she's going to have to get people. to, Westeros. But, yeah, that's just that much, many more to turn on you, yeah. Yes. I don't know, though. We're going to have to wait and see.
2: Okay, our next email is from Joy. Hey, Joy. Hi, sisters. First of all, it's been wonderful listening to you ladies recap this third season, which has been my favorite so far. Last week's episode brought such a feeling of despair and made Game of Thrones feel so unbalanced that I wanted blood in this finale. Thankfully Arya got a little bit of revenge. <laughs> she Love did. how the Hound helped her out.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Other moments of note. Tyrion reciting names of people he plans to take revenge on just like Arya. Also, it was nice how Sansa seems to be trusting Tyrion, but she's still so naive thinking sheep shift is the same as sheep shit. Yeah. Ooh, I hate Meister Pycelle, but this scene was awesome and showed just who really is in charge. Yep. Tywin, as much as I hate him for what he did to the Starks, I loved how he shut Joffrey down.
4: Mm-hmm. Boop.
2: boop. <laughs> Theon's dad is such an ass. I hate Theon, but I cheered when his sister Yara decided to go save him. I did, too, though. I hope she makes that weirdo, Ramsay, suffer. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I did, too, though. And that's so true. I don't like Theon, but I was actually happy that Yara said, let's go get his ass. So we did. And now, to me,
3: (coughs) that was one of the best done scene, uh, 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 like, fade-ins of the whole episode. And that's when, when she's telling her dad. No, I'm, I'm going. Yes, and they showed. I'm taking 50 of our best fighters, and they're showing her in her warrior garb, and she's getting on the boat, and the, and the yes. men. Oh, yeah, that was well done. I like that, too. I like that, too. Yeah, I like it.
2: Okay, Sam went back for the knife. Take that, Sister Jane.
3: No, he didn't. He had a, a more than one. no so, well. I think he had more than one too. Yeah, I mean, he had more than one. When open
2: that roll, there was a whole
3: bunch of dress. Yeah, there out. was a whole bunch. So no, his fat butt didn't go back. Sister Jay Ham, nice Ham didn't go back for that night. So glad Davo saved Gendry,
2: but he can't swim or row a boat. Hope huh? he survives.
3: I hope he does. I mean,
2: not, you don't have to have a skill
3: to row a boat. No, I mean, and he's a blacksmith, so he's strong as far as uh, so glad arm strength. Um, Oh, wait. So, does it mean
2: Stannis is giving up the throne to fight White Walkers because the Red Witch says so? Or is he going to continue the war? It was unclear to me. The ending with Daenerys was a bit blah, so now what for her? Sorry this was so long, but I haven't written off-season, so I'm making up for it. Laugh out loud. Can't wait for (laughs) True Blood. Thank you. Joy. Joy of Lost on iTunes.
3: Thank you, you, Joy, Joy. for that wonderful email. And it wasn't that long, actually. It wasn't that long. Um... But yeah, with uh, Stannis, I mm, I think he is doing. I don't think he's going to stop the war. I think he's just going to do. Well, there is no war anymore. Whatever the the White Witch tells him.
2: The Red Woman.
3: I mean the the uh, the Red Witch. First of
2: all, there is no war anymore.
3: That's has Stannis
2: got beat at Blackwater. So that's he ain't true. fighting nobody right he's now. He's not fighting nobody. The only people still fighting was Rob and the Lannisters. And they're gone now. And now Rob is gone. So there so, is no war So anymore. there is no war anymore. And the Red Witch just said, oh, this fight with the five kings is nothing. Mm-hmm. We got to go to the wall. So I feel like he is going to give it up because um, she's telling him with his dumb butt.
3: Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably true. Because he's totally snickered by this Lord of yep. the Light. Yep. Yes. So,
2: okay, well, thank you, Joy. Thank you. Okay, our next email is from Samantha. Hey, Samantha. Oh, and she sent us an audio file, so cool. let me play that now. Okay.
5: Hello, Sister Jay and Sister Kay. Um, I wanted to give my two cents on the finale. Um, well, unfortunately, I've heard some negative reviews from various podcasters and YouTubers about the Daenerys scene at the end. And personally, I like the scene because I love seeing her triumph, you know, in some way. But many people didn't like it. And one girl in particular said she's like the great white hope, you know, coming in to save all all of the brown people. You know, that's a bit extreme for me. I didn't think of the scene that way at all. Um, I do get her point a little bit in what some of the other people were saying. For example, you know, with all those people chanting mother at her, and she, you know, I don't know, that's kind of weird, but when I think of Danny, I'm pretty sure she has very good intentions, and she just hates to see anyone, you know, in captivation, no matter what they look like. Um, I do think it's a bit odd, though, that you know that the only people she's really been around on the show are quote-unquote brown people. I mean, the Unsullied and the people of Astapor, they look Middle Eastern or some Africans in there, and then the Dothraki, same thing. And now the Yunkai, they look similar, maybe Indian. You know, I- I'm not sure, but um, it's just kind of weird that all of the brown, so to speak, brown people are there in Essos. And what gets me is... The way that they're meant to be seen or how they are perceived, I guess. Um, They're either shown as savages, like the Dothraki was pretty much that, you know, tribal slaves of some sort or just uncivilized in general. Essos is pretty much filled with folks like this. And the people of Westeros, they seem to pride themselves in being a noble society with, you know, kings and queens. And they, I don't know they hardly ever show any people of color there at all like there's the one man i don't remember his name and he was talking to davos i believe but that was it pretty much at least from my memory and westeros though when i think about it they're not really that civilized i mean think about how the Frey banner men were parading rob's body around like that. that i mean no that's not a civilized act and bolton's men were um throwing the end in the pit you know to have like a gladiator style um fight with a bear uh yeah they went back in the day on that one but um i mean come on think of the atrocities that joffrey and bolton's bastard either have committed or thinks of committing um i don't know that's just what came to mind for me yeah sorry about that i couldn't resist that joke r.i.p Theon's junk. Uh, Anyway, I just wanted to know how you two feel about that sort of thing. Um, I heard a quick spoiler. It's no details or anything, but there was a spoiler someone said about a new family coming into the mix next season, and I just can't wait for that, actually, because I heard that they are people of color, so hopefully they're not going to be wearing, you know, rags and, you know, living in huts like, you know, we've seen in the past, so we'll see how that plays out. Um, I guess it's Really, less about race because you know that's an American thing, kind of, but it's probably more just about class status and money, really. Well, anyway, have a great day, everybody. Thanks a lot for listening. Bye.
3: Well, thank you, Samantha, for that very wonderful uh voicemail. We love it. And as far as the racial aspect of uh (coughs) Danny and all the people being uh people of color and stuff. I don't know. That really didn't uh, bother me that much. However, you know, I I try to tell people all the time when they they talk about other, you know, writers and authors of old and stuff, you have to understand where a writer's coming from. A writer does not write something in a vacuum. George R.R. Martin is around 65, 68 years old. He went all through the civil rights of the 60s, all of that Crap with the KKK Snatching up folk, killing people Bombing black churches The little black girls in Birmingham Who got killed and everything Malcolm X, the whole thing So, it is not surprising to me That he would have Racial elements in his Writing, even though he's Put it in, in different worlds Like Westeros or Astapor or, You know, forever Because you don't write in a vacuum That's just a part of his his upbringing, I'm sure. It's just like there are a, a few um, science fiction writers that I do read who they 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 deal with issues of, you know, race and ethnicity in their writing, even though there are these made up worlds and this, not and and the other. And for whatever reason, that's just the way he views it. But it, it doesn't bother me. That Westeros. Well, she didn't say that. She said a couple of people that she's heard from said that they. Didn't I know like what it. she said. I, I heard the audio, but I'm just giving you my opinion as to why I think he probably wrote it like he wrote it. That's what I'm saying, but it doesn't bother me any that I, all the people in Westeros uh, uh, appear to be white folk, and all the other people in this uh, uh, other areas tend to be people of color and brown or in rags and yeah and and rags and stuff and all that That doesn't bother me i didn't even think of it that way
2: it hasn't bothered me yet but if if you're right and there is a new family that's coming to westeros and they are supposed to be savages it probably will because you know it might it might I guess it just depends on how
3: the story goes, and right? How the storyline is. Because to, but I agree with your comment. I mean, the, those fools in Westeros was pretty savage to they me. Very savage. Mm-hmm. Honey. Very.
2: Thank you, Samantha, so much for but that. Thank you for that. That email. audio uh, file. Audio. And you sound nice on the phone. Yeah. And your uh, Dick in the Box reference was funny. Oh, that's. <laughs> that's silly. That's hilarious. All right. Okay, our next email is from. Taj, Hey, Taj, Hey, sisters. This is a long-ass email. Okay. First of all, let me just say how much I'll miss you in the coming months. I don't know how my coworkers are going to react when they don't hear hysterical laughter coming from my office on a weekly basis. (laughs) Your podcast really brightens my day when I listen to it. I'm going to follow you over to The Walking Dead. I tried watching True Blood, but I just couldn't get into it for some reason. Tara, in in, uh, Mm -hmm. parentheses. Mm -hmm. On to the episode. I'm happy that Sansa and Tyrion seem to be getting on well. They may have been forced into marriage, but at least Tyrion can probably bring her out of that naive haze of hers because, to me, they don't speak to each other as man and wife. It sounded more like a mentor-mentee kind of thing.
3: Yeah, I could see that.
2: Hopefully next season they'll bring Joffrey down together. And speaking of Joffrey, I was so disappointed to see that that inbred man-child didn't die in the season finale. <laughs> How much longer do we have to look at that deranged face? Mm. Did you see his face when Tyrion read the letter from Roose Bolton? Yep. But Tywin put him in his place when he sent him to bed with a bottle of warm milk. Mm. (laughs) Mm. I felt like we were going to get some retaliation for the Wed Wedding. (laughs) The Red Wedding. When Bran said that the gods can't forgive a man who kills his guests, especially when they cut to the next scene. And Walter Frey pops up.
3: Yeah, but see,
2: it's guys, coming. It's coming. You guys are good because when that, um, when he was saying that story, I didn't even catch it.
3: Oh, yeah. I
2: didn't catch that. that oh, yeah. At the time, that's yeah. that what they were talking about. Oh, there's going to be some payback. Yeah, there's going to be some payback.
3: Oh, hell yeah.
2: John just about killed me. He's standing there saying, I know you won't hurt me. She got an arrow pointed at you. She sure as hell plans to hurt you. Mm. You know nothing, Jon Snow. I bet Lorena Bobbitt had the same look in her eye as Egret did when she shot those arrows.
3: Lord.
2: Was it me? Did anyone else have a roots flashback during Theon's scene? Absolutely. They they ripped Ooh. off roots. I'm telling Taj, you. Taj, you and Sister Jay. That's right. They ripped it off. But Theon cracked sooner
3: than Kunta. Yes, Lord. He was yelling, oh, he was yelling, <laughs> Reek after the second slap. <laughs> yeah, because they had to beat, they had to whip Kunta. Almost, honey, almost to death. And he finally said, Toby. You slapped me once. I'll be saying, reek, Toby, totally, whoever. <laughs> <laughs> mm.
2: An unhappy wife is a wine merchant's best friend. That's what she said, yeah. Well, now we know just how unhappy Cersei was in her marriage. Mm-hmm. She, said that, uh, she said that like she doesn't pay half the salaries of the Westerosi wine merchants. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sisters, I'll see you again when Walking Dead starts. Or if you pick up another show
3: before then, Taj. Thank you, Taj, Thank you, for you, that Taj. email. Yes, Lord, I had the same same idea, Taj. Mm-hmm. Sure did. You guys mm-hmm. thinking alike? But yeah, as far as that um, brand scene, yeah, that was definite foreshadowing because he told that story yeah, for did. a reason. He because did. the gods wasn't angry that you was mean enough to kill people. They was angry that you killed your guest because a guest is somebody you invite into your place. Sacred. Yeah. So good. Good.
2: Thank you, Taj. Okay, our next email looks like
0: is a voicemail, so let me play that now. Okay. Hey, sisters, it's MK. Uh, first of all. Calling in to confirm that yes, I am female, uh, but Sister J was right, no worries, uh, male or female, I'm just a big fan of Sister Speak, uh, and Game of Thrones. In fact, like others, I only started watching Game of Thrones uh, because I knew you were planning a podcast about it, and after a season of True Blood uh, a couple years ago, I didn't want to stop listening to you too. Uh, so... And what a journey that Game of Thrones season has been, right? Um, If I get into the substance of the show, this will be a seriously long-ass email, so I'll just stop there. Um, I'm looking forward to listening to your season finale show, and I plan to listen to it on a plane as I travel to visit my friend and fellow uh, sister-speak fan, Katie, in England. So I'll be on a plane uh, and not driving, and I was thinking maybe I can participate fully in the Sister Speak drinking game. Might not be much fun for the fellow passengers on the plane, but it made me think. I was wondering if any fans have ever uh, done the to Speak drinking game and if they've actually gotten through an entire episode of Sister Speak. Um, it would be fun to hear some stories about that uh, and their adult beverages, um, So, putting that challenge out to the fans. And I hope you have a great short break. And I'm really looking forward to True Blood starting up again. It's going to be a fun, full summer with my sisters. Uh, You guys are the best, and thank you for all the time and all that you put into the show. Uh, I do a podcast, and I know that it's incredibly time-consuming, and so uh, thank you so much. Uh, You've really uh, gotten me involved in a show that I really enjoy, and it's all the better being able to listen to the two of you. So I just wanted to really, most of all, thank you for a fantastic season, and a thank you to all uh, the other fans out there who participate in the show, and it really just makes for a wonderful experience. Thanks a lot.
3: Oh, MK, thank you so much for that wonderful voicemail. Thank you, MK. Wow, you go, you flying off to see your friend Katie in hey, London. Katie. Hey, Katie. Oh, that is so great. That's and exciting. you know what, MK? Let me thank you again for your wonderful drinking game. <laughs> we use the MK drinking game in every one of our podcasts. So first of all, everybody take a sip. sip, sip, sip. We will definitely be using uh, MK's drinking game in our True Blood podcast.
2: And as MK, excuse me, as MK said, if you
3: have been playing the drinking game, <laughs> write in and let us know how it's been going. Oh yeah, cause see, uh, when I was watching the finale, I was definitely playing Cersei. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah yeah i was i was Cersei during the finale now
2: mk what (laughs) podcast do you do i didn't know that you did one cool i'd love to listen to it unless it's like about golf or something yeah so
3: let us know and we can like share that with our listeners yeah let us know let's know yeah thank you so much and
2: good have fun in england yeah
3: have fun
2: you and katie all right our next email is from leslie hey leslie in Tulsa. Yeah. Hello, sis says. I'm leaving on a trip tomorrow and haven't had time to really gather my thoughts, but I wanted to at least send something before I go. A few random things. Okay. Didn't Aria speak for all of us when she stabbed that loser about a million times in Ooh, the yeah. Ooh, yeah. Go on, girl. You deserved it. Oh, yeah. I love how the hound's only response was to tell her she should let him know ahead of time when she <laughs> was going to do something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Watching him stand back while she was playing the little girl lost bit Tells me he planned to kill them all on her behalf even before she pulled that stunt. Mm -hmm. That's probably true. They are the weirdest and yet most awesome dynamic duo in Westeros. I know. (laughs) A word about Dario. Many people are saying they don't trust him and he's up to something. I think they are probably 100% correct, and here's how I know. Uh Uh-oh. I have the worst possible taste in men. Potential for trouble equals Leslie in love. Since I claimed him as my future husband, <laughs> <cousin, laughs> he's most certainly a devious bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie! Oh, Leslie. Mm-hmm. Sam proved to Sister Jay that he isn't nearly as stupid or useless as she keeps saying he is <laughs> when he handed over his cache of <laughs> Dragonstone weapons to Brand's traveling party. That's true. Sam is going to come into his own eventually, and I'm happy he and Gilly have made it to a safe haven. Joffrey reminded us why we hate him and why he is an evil little jackhole. Mm-hmm. I hope he would. I hoped he would get more of a smackdown than he did.
3: I know. Can
2: Tywin really care more for him than he does Tyrion? Yeah. He knows Tyrion is bright and talented, and yet he still takes every opportunity to insult him. I know. That's a good point. I know.
3: That's he he needs to say- tell Joffrey he wants to kill his. Yeah, ass. because because he. He knows Tyrion is smart and cunning. He don't want to let himself. No. He's
2: just gonna let he's mm-hmm. gonna deny it even though he knows it's true.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Anyone besides me think it's ironic that a Lannister took down the mad king Targaryen and now a perfectly sane and powerful Targaryen is coming to take down a mad Lannister? Well Good technically point. Joff Holt is a Baratheon, but we all know he's really pure Lannister.
3: He's a Lannister.
2: Also, do we think Cersei will reject a one-handed Jamie? No. Nope. She didn't run to him like I expected she would. Yep. Yeah, I think she's going to be a little weary, wary, or whatever the word is. Yeah,
3: but, yeah.
2: This is turning out to be long, so I'll stop for now. I'm sad the season is over, and I hope all of your fans follow you to... To the True Blood podcast, so we can continue talking trash. Yeah. <laughs> Eternal love for the sisters, Leslie in Tulsa. Thank you, Leslie, Thank very you, Leslie. much for that email.
3: Thank you. Uh, that is a good point with um with uh the Mad King and then uh, Daenerys. Daenerys coming for the other Mad Crazy King. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's crazy. That is good. I don't know if Joffrey's gonna last long enough for her to get. I there. don't think he's gonna last through. The whole of next season. Well, I hope not. But I likes. don't think so. He
2: lasts through this one.
3: Because, yeah, uh, yeah, somebody got to kill him. now. I don't
2: know that he'll last enough for her to get there.
3: Yeah, that's you know? true. Okay, okay.
2: Our next email is from Stephen. Hey, Stephen. Oh, he says, hello, sisters. My voicemail for you on the season finale. Okay, let me play that now.
3: All right.
6: Hello, sisters. It's Stephen here from Ormskirk, England. I thought the finale of Game of Thrones was another solid episode. I thought it moved a lot of storylines forward quite a lot. Um, John's now back at Winter, uh, the Night's Watch. So is Sam after helping out um, Bran and the Reeds which I was pleased that I was right about. Um, Fion is definitely have been held by the Rouge Bolton's Bastard Son, that was confirmed as well. Uh for next season, Yara looks like she's gonna try and rescue Fion. Uh Arya's storyline hopefully is moving forward again with the uh the coin hopefully. I mean she, the way she said Valar Morghulis to it maybe she's going to do something with that next season and the biggest thing really that happened is it seems like Stannis is believing um, the threat that's coming from the north so hopefully something like that can be uh, be a storyline for next season so it moved the plots forward and set up next season very nicely and I'm looking forward to seeing it once again it's going to be a long wait, but um, hopefully, True Blood here will uh, not too far behind the American uh, airings. Otherwise, it's um, I won't be able to listen or contribute any feedback to your True Blood podcast. But like I say, hopefully, it'll uh, around the same time, so I'll be able to get in touch with you again. Keep up the good work, sisters. Thanks. Bye.
3: Oh, thank you very much, Stephen, for that uh, wonderful voicemail. Thank you, Stephen. We are loving your voice. Yes. Your accent and is and thank you awesome. for the
2: clips. I hope you heard we put those in the beginning yeah. of the episode. Uh, awesome clips. Thank, thank you so much.
3: And, you know, I like the way that you um, sum up how they did position this episode for forward movement with... Almost everybody's storyline, because I do like the fact that Jon Snow and Sam are back at the the Night's Watch. I like that part. Uh, You know, I do think they're trying to let us know that Arya is probably going to go to Bravo's for, you know, whether she meets Jack in again or not. I think that's where she's probably going to end up because all her family's dead. Yeah. She can't go to King's Landing. She knows that. She got nowhere else to go, really. Yeah. And she doesn't know that Bran and Rick are alive either. See? I don't think she even knows that there's a chance of them being dead. Oh, I think so. She knows Winterfell. By now, she knows Winterfell's burnt. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure that the hounds probably told her that. Well. That much. But anyway. But yeah, I like the way they've positioned uh, everybody for some forward movement. Yeah. And I'm especially looking forward to seeing what Yara's going to do. Yeah. 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 I want to see what that storyline's going to do for her. So, thank you very much, Stephen. Thank Steven. you, Steven, And I
2: hope that you're able to contribute to the True Blood podcast. Me too. Podcast. Hopefully, they'll, they'll get it pretty quickly, you know, in sync with mm-hmm. ours. I'm thinking in this day and age, we can't all have the show at the same time. Yeah. What's up with that? Sense, what's up with that? They
3: shouldn't have to wait. I know. Anyway. <laughs>
2: thank you, Stephen. Thank Steven. you, Stephen. Okay. Looks like we have another voicemail next. Let me play that now. Okay. Hey, sister. This
7: is Tori. I'm calling for, you know, it's the season's end. I haven't been calling because I read the book, so it's it's kind of hard for me to not speculate and you know, kind of spoil people. So, like before I do that, I just won't call or whatever. But this season was pretty good. It's just half of book three, and uh, it was a really good outing. Um, Arya, it looks like he's uh. Gonna try to make it the Broncos, cause there's nothing much else she could do. I mean, her whole family's basically dead. Like everybody's gone except for Sansa, and the boys are scattered and going across the road, ca- across the wall. And, uh, Sister Jack I gotta disagree with you on Sam. Now, I I was a Sam hater, but I have to say that. He's a genius to be able to remember all that stuff he read and direct himself back to the wall and back to the the castle that he needs to go to to get through, that he knew all that. I mean, nobody else would have been able to do all that. And he killed the White Walker. Whether it was luck or whatever it was, he killed him. And... He left the blade because he had more. Now, when he left the blade, I was like, oh my God, how could you do that? But it sounds like he had a whole bag full of them, so he was like, fuck, forget that, I'm late. So I can't blame him on that. If you got a bag full, then, hey, what you sticking around for trying to pick up something else? Time the book, you know. You don't want to tip fate. Could be more. And, um, how many times do you think Theon has wished he left with his sister? Well, she almost begged him to come, and he said he was going to sit there because he won on fair and Square. I well, now how he feels about that now, sitting there with no penis. And Joffrey's uh, marked. He's marked for death, man. Like, he's so, like, it's inevitable Somebody's going to get him, and it might be his own granddaddy. Like, the fact that this man is sitting up here telling Tyrion he wanted to drown him as a baby, like, do you really think that this guy's gonna let Joffrey go crazy and go on the realm and do whatever whatever he wants to do? And I mean, Joffrey's getting older. The older he gets, the harder he's gonna to be to control. So I mean, it might be his own granddaddy, that doesn't it, because he can't he's not gonna be able to control him as old as he gets. And then when he goes there's Tommen, nice sweet Tommen that you know that, that'll be well, that was it. Just wanted to say goodbye and following you to true blood. And you need to make your voicemails a little bit longer. I know you guys hate long emails. I guess you hate long voicemails too. So have a nice summer, you guys, and uh, I'll be there for true blood. Hey, this is me again. I'm sorry. I for- totally forgot this. I was like thinking, and this is just the disclaimer, I don't, spoiled, so anything I'm talking about is something that I've seen on the show, I noticed on the show, so I don't, I've disconnected the show from the books in that respect. Um, Master Aemon is a Targaryen. From the first season of the show, he told Jon Snow that he's a Targaryen. Do you, thinking that, you know, Jon might be a Targaryen, do you, do you guys think he, he knows that Jon, if Jon's a Targaryen or not? I mean, you have to think if he's mixed with Targaryen, that Master Aemon would kind of notice it. Being that you know, everybody picks up little traits from other side of the family, you know, or maybe he just knew because somebody written a letter, or you know, maybe John's father might have even written to him, you know, maybe asking for his advice because he is a wise man and a master. So I just wanted to know did anybody else think that Master Aemon might know if that Jon
3: Snow is half Targaryen. Okay, thanks. Well, thank you, Tori, for those uh, voicemails. Thank and you, Tori. You know what? Uh, going back to your uh, question about uh, uh, Meister Aemon, I believe that, yes, he does know that Jon Snow is part Targaryen. You know, we speculated on a, on a, um, a different podcast, um, one of our episodes about how is Jon Snow going to ever know that his mother was Ned Stark's sister and, you know, his daddy was that Targaryen dude? I
2: think that's true.
3: I'm sure it's probably true. But Master Aemon would be the one to tell him. He would be the only person still alive probably who would know. Yeah. See, so sure. so that's real good. That's, yeah. a, that's yeah. a good point. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Uh-huh.
2: So, And I agree with you. It could be that Daddy Lannister takes out his grandson.
3: It could be because... he gets too crazy. Because you got a good point there, uh, Tori, and that is that the older Joffrey gets, the more uncontrollable he, he is going to be because you wouldn't think he'd be that mouthy now. <laughs> I mean... Because he, he didn't even think about it. He was just talking... Yeah. He just blurts out this stuff, but that's because they're letting him think that he's actually running shit. Yeah. See... That's a mistake with that food.
4: Mistake.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep. But and and you do have a good point. If he gonna let his son know, I was gonna drown you as a baby. Yeah, he don't have no problem taking out the grandson. Exactly.
2: Yeah, that's exactly. a good point. Ooh. Well, thank you, Tori. We look forward to hearing what yeah. you have to say about True Blood. Yeah,
3: because we're gonna start True
2: Blood. All right. Well, thank you. Okay. Our next email is from Tomer. Hey, Tomer. Okay. Hi, sisters. I'm a big fan of your podcast and so far have been contacting you through Facebook. Mm -hmm. It's really fun because I can write you messages on your phone while I'm listening to the podcast and you respond before I even finish the episode. (laughs) I have been responding pretty quickly. Yeah, she does. It's only because... I'm
3: slower, though.
2: I have been really trying to avoid work in my work day. Oh, sometimes. Lord. See.
3: Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh, something just popped up. Let me check and see. That and see, is. the reason why I'm really slow responding is because I work. I work, too. I work hard. <laughs> I work hard, too.
2: <laughs> but that day, I was like, I'm feeling I know. Working. Some days, you just, yeah. Okay. He says, but you said it's easier for you when people send emails. So, I'll try to send you one. You also said that there's a feedback email competition on the last podcast, but I didn't quite get what you have to do to win. Hey, it was a long ass podcast. <laughs> After three hours of sit to speak, I'm pretty stupefied. Yep. Is it just the longest ass
3: email that we. <laughs> No, Tomer. It's, <laughs> it's any person who sends an says, email. Is it the longest,
2: is it just the longest-ass email that wins? I can do that. I'm a grad student. All we do is read and write. <laughs> grad school is a lot like grade school in that regard. Mm. Or is it the funniest email? Mm. Or to the sexiest voice? Mm. Or the funniest accent? Anyway, I figured I'd write you an email to share my thoughts about the episode. Okay. Actually, just to answer you, any email that comes in or voicemail... We write your name down on a piece of paper
3: and put it in a pot. Fold
2: it up and put it in a bowl, and then we and then Sister Jay going to draw today. Yep. Okay. Um, last time you read my plea for Brother Sam in the ne- in the name of all the coward, overweight brothers out there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember that one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Though
2: Sister J said she still thinks Sam is useless, I could feel her armor was cracking. <laughs> when you discussed Sam and Gilly's scene, she didn't say he was useless even once. I'm getting to her. I know <laughs> I am. <laughs> Anywho, to the episode. First of all, clink, clink, clink. Clink, clink. The best scene in the whole episode was the confrontation between Tywin and Joffrey. Yep. I was waiting for this for a while. It was clear Tywin was not going to let him run loose forever. The sad part about the whole thing is that Joffrey is just thick as a brick. Mm-hmm. I know he yells, I'm not tired. I love how he yells, I'm not tired. As if anyone really thought he was tired. <laughs> <laughs> I know it! Everybody knew he wasn't! <laughs> He's so dumb. A law is sharp next to him. Mm-hmm. He really just doesn't understand shit. Cersei tries to cover for him and says he didn't mean that it was a joke and Mm -hmm. he insists I know it wasn't I really (laughs) wanted to serve Sansa her brother's head on my wedding Mm. smooth Joff smooth Mm. not enough you promised to rape her on her wedding night but Tywin sent him to bed with Essence of Nightshade to make sure he'll be tired yeah I think it's interesting to see Tywin starting to deal with this yeah he said he'll make sure Joffrey learns it after he wins the war for him but it seems like he's won the war already he defeated Stannis. Well, really that was Tyrion, but Yeah. He defeated Stannis, he killed Rob and his men. Who's left? It seems Tywin is getting ready for peace times.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: What about Hodor hodoring down that well? Uh-huh. I'm super glad they gave him a bunch of Hodoring this season. This guy is just awesome in this part. I it's know. Simply brilliant. I know. I know it was so funny. We love Hodor. 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 <laughs> Anyway, this is already getting long, so I'll just focus on some interesting things. The conversation between Ruth Bolton and Walter Frey was revolting. Yeah. Bolton is really the... is really the interesting guy. He's a cold-blooded motherfucker who would sell you to the highest bidder without flinching. Yep. There's something wrong in his eyes when he smiles. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. See, there's something sneaky. I was almost expecting some henchmen to come out of the wings and slaughter Grandpa Frey right then and there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what I was and the way he kept walking around and kind of looking.
3: looking. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I thought the same thing, mm-hmm. Tomer. Did you notice the impact? excuse me, did you notice the implicit threat there as well? Bolton tells him that Rob was arrogant not to heed his advice. Mm -hmm. Immediately after Frey, arrogantly ignores his warning about the blackfish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course, Bolton is right to be concerned about the blackfish because he's a badass. Yes, he is. And Bolton's son is the guy who's been torturing Theon. The father looks more tame, but I think he's probably just as messed up.
3: He is. Yep.
2: We also got to see Sam meet Bran which was great for many reasons. Also, Sister Jay, you saw that Sam had a bunch more of those dragon glass knives, yep. so it wasn't such a big deal that he left the one dagger after he killed the White Walker. <laughs> killed a White Walker. How cool is that? <laughs> who else on Westeros can say that? Anyway, Clink, they also explained how the gods hate those who hurt guests under their house. Yep. Just to reinforce how wrong it was when Frey accepted Robb Stark as a guest, And then killed him. Yep. Sister J was right. They had a guest welcoming ritual. They ate bread and salt and then Rob Stark was under Walter Frey's protection as guest. Yep. We shall see how the gods avenge that. That's right. The sad part is that Walter Frey is not going to be around to get murdered anyway. What is he, like 90? (laughs) (laughs) He's old though. I don't know. Last thing I'll talk about. I really like Gendry talking to Davos in the prison cell. I know. I heard some people calling them the Flea Bottom Boys. They should definitely get the band back together. (laughs) I would rather call them Soggy Bottom Boys like in the movie Oh Brother Where Art Thou? Mm. I never saw that. I did. And would love to see them sing I Am a Man of Constant Sorrow. Mm. I'm really glad Davos saved him. Though I have to say it doesn't seem like he has much of a chance of surviving. And he doesn't know how to swim. Davos, you might as well let him burn at the stakes. Mm-mm. Anyway. He can make it. He can make it. <laughs> anyway, again, anyway, this is getting a really long, getting to be a really long ass email. Um, I guess it didn't come so funny. So, uh, he says, you don't have to read all of it. Nobody should be subjected to that. I guess it didn't come out so funny, so I probably won't win the prize. So <laughs> I will miss you, sisters, in the off season. I know you've been inviting people to follow you over to True Blood. I can't watch that show. I tried. My girlfriend used to watch it with her friend, and I tried to join them a couple of times, but I just found it to be super boring. I may just start watching The Walking Dead so that I can listen to some of your podcasts this summer when I'm driving coast to coast on a road from California to Boston. Ooh. Mm,
3: that's now, a long-ass trip. That's track. a long-ass drive. That's a long-ass drive. Mm.
2: Ooh. See, why are you driving? Are you scared to fly? Mm.
3: Oh, you just said that because you are.
2: I'm scared of flash. Show Mm -hmm. is. Thanks for, well, now. I used to not be, but now. Mm -hmm. Thanks for recording an awesome podcast. I hope they give you your own channel where you can just record your own TV show, talking about TV shows and other stuff all day long. Mm -hmm. I'd watch
3: it. Yours, Tomer. Thank you, Tomer. Thank you, Tomer. For that long-ass email. That was long. Okay, and Tomer. Whenever you send email and we have a contest, it don't matter if it's funny or not. No. We put everybody's name in a pot. And we pull it. And we pull it. So it don't matter if you just got one paragraph or ten. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: And, Toma, I wish you were a TV producer. <laughs> because we would be on your station. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Yeah. Have our own show. mm do that all day? That'd be fun. No.
3: Uh, no.
2: <laughs> okay. Thank you, Tomer. Thank you, Tomer. All right, our next uh let's see. Looks like we have a voicemail. Another okay, voicemail. Cool. Let me play that now. Okay.
1: Hello, Sister Speak Family. It's Brother Ray. Well, let's see. That final scene with Danny confirmed one thing. The Game of Thrones has more people of color than any other T V show in the history of show. But, you know, it made me think in this fantasy world, we have been introduced to uh, dragons, white walkers, and even killing monster babies. But we have not been introduced to a ruling family that is that is Asian or Hispanic, Indian, African American, you know, even you know, as time goes on, a mixed race. So I guess having a ruling family of minorities would just push fantasy to a <laughs> So give. Don't get me wrong, I still love the Game of Thrones, but I just had to make that comment from a brother's point of view. Now, Sister Jay, I have to say this to you. Thank you last week for that long ass podcast. <laughs> Seriously, it was great. I loved every second of it. You know, I was listening to it while I was cleaning the house. And thanks to everyone I had to clean this house on this damn block. Uh, I even listened to it twice so far. Nothing else really to say about the finale. As always, I appreciate all the time you put into an enjoyable podcast, and appreciate our family of fans. So let's all lift up our adult beverages, and to all I say, um, and now our watch is ended. Next week we save the bell.
3: Peace. Thank you, brother Ray, for that wonderful voicemail, Thank you, That's brother right. Ray. I'm glad you liked that long ass podcast we did last week because that thing was long. All I gotta say, Brother Ray, is I didn't think you can get any sexier,
2: but <laughs> your voice is nice, and you clean. And you clean! Woo! You clean house! Woo! Brother That's Ray! I need to hear.
3: Brother Ray, Brother Ray.
2: That is nice! Mm-hmm. But, um, I, I'm glad that you had to give us your brother's point of view yeah. about, because it is true, it, it is a common theme that there are no people of color anywhere except you know, that are a full family Except in for the Westeros. ones that she's
3: liberating. Right,
2: but they're not mm-hmm. like a family
3: in Westeros, so Yeah. I um, guess I just didn't think about it. Usually I think about that stuff, but it just didn't didn't it's not
2: bother me a problem yet, but let there be a family that's that I don't know. I guess we'll just
3: have to wait and see what we'll happens. have to wait and see. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But thank you. But thank you, Brother Ray, for always listening and getting your yep. feedback. And, and we appreciate it. And, yes, on to true on blood. On to true blood. All ooh, right. Ooh. All right. Our next email is from Jackie. Hey, Jackie. Hey, lovely sisters. And Her- Nate. <laughs> ooh, okay, Jackie. Hi, Nate. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, come on.
2: First of all, Sister J, you know I love you as my co-president of the itty-bitty-titty committee, but I think I'm way too scared to midget-wrestle your cute little bitch. You know us short girls are scrappy and fight almost as dirty as bronze. Yeah. Laugh out loud. It might be easier to just work out a schedule for Nate.
3: Ooh. No. You're out Nate? <laughs> I'm only kidding, Jackie. She's she gonna pimp she gonna out. She's gonna
2: pimp out Nate. <laughs> His, res- His response to your last podcast was, yeah, I like him short, loud, and crazy.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh,
2: that's the J to a T. Hey, I'm not crazy. So I think it's safe to oh, say. Oh, Lord. He says, Yeah, I like him short, loud, and crazy. So I think it's safe to say <laughs> that you meet two out of three of his criteria. <laughs> I may need to use your hey, nay as my ringtone for him. <laughs> Wait a minute. What do you
3: mean she's two out of three? She's three out of three, Jackie. I know I'm
2: not. Short, loud, hey, I'm not
3: crazy. Anyway. <laughs> Come on, anyway,
2: I'll, I'll keep this one shorter to make up for my long ass email. My last long ass email. The finale seems somewhat anticlimactic given the over the top what the fuckery of the last episode. Yes, yeah, but true. they did need to establish a shit ton of characters for next season. Yeah. What did you ladies think of the final scene with Danny? I kept expecting the frenzied cult like masses to start tearing her apart. Or to have her attacked by a warlock or something. I Hmm. felt like it was just rehashing the scene when she freed the Unsullied, which had more of an emotional impact than with the Yunkai. Me too, Danny. Yeah, that's what you said. I mean, me too, Jackie. Mm -hmm. I, I agree with everything he said. The CGI seemed cheesy. If you want to see a pretty blonde girl crowd surfing over a bunch of unwashed bodies, just go to any hipster music festival. Oh, Lord. <laughs> the small council meeting had some Olympic-level side-eye going on. They did. When Joffrey was running his mouth. I love Cersei's expression of, oh, shit, you done did it now. I know it. <laughs> She, ooh, she looked Tywin like Tywin sending that shitty little maniac off to bed without supper was glorious. Yep. What did you make of Cersei and Janie's reunion? I couldn't tell. I didn't if, like it. I couldn't tell if she was disgusted by his amputation or just in shock at finally seeing him. I can't wait to see her reaction to Brienne next season. Yeah. Yes. And I don't know what that was about, but it sure wasn't the reunion
3: that I. No, think he I didn't was like expecting. it. Yeah. I didn't like it. I mean, it seems to me, with all that she's been worried about and everything, and and you know uh, what she her conversation with Tywin about it and stuff. She would have had some other reaction than just sitting there. Uh, well, he's looking
2: awful rough.
3: Yeah, well, she still knew it was him.
2: Aria's dead eyes after stabbing the shit out of that guy was our first indication that she's all ready to enroll in Jack Assassin Academy. Oh yeah! Now that she no longer has any living family members that she knows of, yep. her schedule is all cleared up to focus on her vengeance. Yep. She and the Hound are taking over Jamie and Brienne's road trip adventure. I think so too. I love the Hound munching on the leftovers. <laughs> 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 I know. And his scolding her as if she was a kid who stole the family station wagon for a joy ride, yeah. instead of a kid who just shanked a dude. Dude. Mm-hmm. As always, thanks so much for another awesome season, sisters. It's going to be rough having to wait for a year to see our favorite dysfunctional families in Restoros. Thanks to Nina's link on Facebook, maybe we can all fly out to Dublin to see DJ Hodor at his next gig. (laughs) Laugh out loud. Yeah. You ladies are the best, and I can't wait to start True Blood with you and the rest of your hilarious listeners. Love you, ladies. Jackie. Thank you, Jackie, for that wonderful email. Okay, wait a minute. P.S. Here are a few of our wedding picks. Sister J., our tall drink of water looks pretty Good and fancy duds, yeah. Oh, that is so awesome. Oh, Ruth- Jackie, you look wonderful. So cute. Ruth and I took some photo booth pics for you ladies, but the pics came out blurry,
3: unfortunately.
2: I think those damn phrase messed up. Messed <laughs> <with our hair laughs> oh, those are oh,
3: gorgeous. wow. We're gonna put those on our Facebook page, right? No, oh,
2: if she wanted them on her on the Facebook page, she would have. Put them um, on the
3: Facebook page. Y'all look great. Y'all look good. Y'all look, oh, yeah. Look at that. Looks like a forest. Aw, that is so That's pretty.
2: Awesome. You're cute, Jackie. You are cutie. And Nate looking good. Looking Nate looks real off.
3: good.
2: Hi, Nate. Hey, Nate. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Hey, I'm still wanting to see this midget. <laughs> no, kidding. okay, Nate and Jackie know I'm only kidding, so know, you know, know that's really cute. And and thank y'all for being such a good sport. <laughs> 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 oh, and you had to see the evil look Sister Kay is, and she's like one of what? them. One of them. uh Maniacal uh, professors, go, you know, laughing.
2: I did not have an evil look. I'm yeah. looking at her pictures. I think it's gorgeous. Yeah,
3: yeah. The pictures are beautiful. No,
2: I was looking at you crazy last week when you kept saying, hey. <laughs> I'm like, he is not right. man. Okay. Come on. All right. Our next email is from Paxson. Hey, Paxson. Hey, ladies. I'm keeping this short in deference to Sister J. Okay, cool. Number one, why would Davos lie about who taught him to read? Would well, Stanis hurt his daughter if he found out she was giving Davos reading rainbow lessons? But he'd be mad. He'd be mad. I he'd think. be real mad. And Davos knows that.
3: Yeah, Davos knows that.
2: Number two, Boris is right. Shay needs to book it, lest she be the cause of Tyrion's downfall.
3: I, I agree, mm-hmm. though. I like Shay, too, but yeah. I she like she
2: needs to go. She needs to, yeah. Three, I chuckled watching Sarah say lead Joffrey out of the council meeting by the hand. I know. Just like you do to a toddler. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Finally, Danny and the slaves. So she tells them that they they have to take their freedom. They turn around and start calling her mama. Are they now children looking to their mother to take care of them? Yep. To feed, clothe, and protect them? Probably. And tell them what to do? Probably. After Danny just got a big old... Excuse me, I fear Danny just got a big old boat anchor to drag along behind her. I hope some of those folks start acting like free people with some sense of self-determination. One other thing. Given George our our pension, I never can say that. Pension. Pension for killing characters who are good and we come to like, I'm wondering when he's going to kill Danny. Dang you, George. Ooh, don't say that. Yeah, let's hope not. It's been great sharing Game of Thrones with you and your listeners. Thank you for all of your efforts. Cheers, Mr. Paxton in Pittsburgh. Thank you, Paxton. Thank you, Paxton.
3: And, ooh, let's hope he
2: don't kill off Danny,
3: though. No, not anytime soon. Oh, let's hope not. Ooh, perish the thought. Mm. Yeah,
2: I don't don't like that idea.
3: Mm. Okay.
2: Okay, our next email is from Mina Mina. Hey, Mina. Hello, Sister Jay and Sister... Oh, she said said Sister M, but I think she meant K. Mm -hmm. She must have said the wrong letter on the keyboard. Typo. Please find Attach My Audio Feedback. Cool. I love your podcast, and I've told my sister that when she finally gets through Season 1, she needs to start listening. Okay, so Mina Mina, let's play your feedback, your uh, audio file now. Okay.
8: Hello, Sister J, Sister K, and all the other listeners. This is Mina from San Francisco, or Mina, Mina, as I've been signing myself. Thank you so much, Sister J, Sister K, for the wonderful podcast. I discovered it before season three started, and I, one weekend when I had a bunch of housework to do, I listened to your season one recap and all the season two entries. And boy, I sure do miss a lot when I watch this show having your podcast to listen to each week has really made the show more enjoyable for me. So thank you so much for taking the time to do this. And thank you so much for everyone who gives their feedback. I enjoy it a lot. Now I just have, um, one or two comments about the season finale. And one is queen Cersei. When she gave her, talk to Tyrion about the blessings of children and how you have someone who loves you and when your life is kind of desolate. Wow, you know it's the second time I've had compassion for her, I think in the whole series. The other time was when she was describing her marriage to Robert Baratheon and just how he just did not care about her in any way. So... That led me to think about how she really has not had a lot of affection in her life. You know, her mother died when Tyrion was born, and, you know, her father is just a cold man. And then her husband turned out to be a jerk. So you could see where well, I don't know how she got to the next level of her relationship with her brother. I don't know how that happened. I don't know if that's described in the books or not. But Jamie, you know, the couple times she's described her relationship with Jamie, it's about how, you know, he cares for her. You know, she has a story about how when she would give birth, Jamie would force his way into the delivery room to support her. And then that got me thinking about Jamie's relationship with Tyrion. So here's Cersei and Tyrion, two completely different people in every way, and yet they are both devoted to Jamie. So, I mean, obviously, this season has been a lot about Jamie, and we've learned a lot about him that has been good, where before in the other seasons he really was just this good-looking, I guess, jerk who killed the king and pushed kids out of windows and slept with his sister. So, <laughs> um, all right, so that's that's there. And my s- second topic is, uh, so Tyrion is really being told to impregnate Sansa. And yet we know from the last episode he is not going to rape her. And also his girlfriend would not put up with that anyway. So someone needs to sleep with Sansa and get her pregnant. And I'm thinking that that person is going to be Padraig. And the reason I think that is, you know, the episode where he is in the brothel and he sleeps with the ladies and of course they don't want payment i've heard that that is not in the books and so why would that be added to this story for tv if it's not in the books and so i'm thinking that maybe Padraig's going to be the one to um you know be her uh husband you know in quotes and give her her and then you know the Lannisters, the baby that they want. All right, everyone, looking forward to next season. And Sister J, Sister K, I have started to watch the season one of The Vampire Show for some reason I can't think. True Blood, excuse me. So I have no idea when I will be caught up so I can start listening to those podcasts on time. But I enjoy your podcast so much. I definitely plan on watching all the shows you've done, with the exception of Big Brother. I don't think I'm ever going to watch that. So, all right. Thank you, and bye-bye. Oh, Mina, thank you. That was an awesome voicemail. Thank you,
3: Mina. Wow. Mina, Mina. And you know what? Um, That was interesting. That was interesting. I never even considered maybe Podrick would be... The person to impregnate Sansa. Uh-oh. Me neither, huh? And I wonder how that would. I don't know. I don't know how that would be. Yeah, how would that work? Unless well, see, you know, unless Tyrion ordered him to or something. I mean, he just wouldn't do that. No, he
2: wouldn't do it without Tyrion saying to do it. Yeah, and Sansa would have to agree too. But um, you know, you got me thinking. I had thought about what they could do to impregnate her. Without him actually sleeping with her, hmm. and they could do like a retro artificial insemination type thing, where Shay. Act- I started thinking about this. That okay, so if he if he needs to impregnate her, but he doesn't want to sleep with her, or she doesn't want to sleep with him. How could they do it? And maybe Shay would be helpful with that, where that she could get some of his sperm and somehow they put didn't it in do the- that
3: back then.
2: You don't know what they did back then. Well, you yes, better believe they could come up with something. Mm. But I don't know if they'll go that detail. No, nah, I doubt
3: it. I doubt it. Yeah, but they
2: really could
3: if they wanted to. But mm. I never
2: thought about Podrick. Yeah, I never thought about Podrick. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And that was a good thought too about Cersei and Jamie. Yeah. You know, that is I mean, you I did I mean, I have felt sorry for Cersei on occasion when she's given some background and um About her situation, even when Tywin was telling them, oh, you're going to marry Loras and you marry Sansa," I felt a little bad for her because she was like, not again. No, no, not again. Hmm. So, you know, but she's a, she's a hateful sucker. And I don't see my tide turning Hmm. for her any time. I don't either. (laughs) Okay. Our next email is from Gabriel. Hey, Gabriel. Hey, sisters. It was a weird episode for me. The last one was so shocking that this one felt a little bit dull. Especially for a season finale. I'm with you. Mm. But still, I enjoyed it. The way Tywin dominates Joffrey is so enjoyable. You yep. have to love it. Yep. Even if I didn't like his remarks to poor Tyrion. Oh, I no. know. Overall, I saw great acting. It was cool to see Varys again. And Davos does a great job on his scene. I know. I love Davos. I have to say that I really don't enjoy the Theon arch. I didn't read the book. But for now, I really don't like that story. Useless and a little bit borderline. Mm-hmm. I'm not a sensitive guy, but come on now. Yeah. Finally, I'll have to say that I think the future is bright for the starts. Right now, it's ugly. But if you think about it, Braun could, could could control dragons or who knows what else. Yep. And Arya could become the ultimate warrior. We'll see. I'm a big fan from Belgium. Really love your approach and cool. overall comments. Really a great and funny podcast. Keep it up. Uh, Gabriel.
3: Thank you, Gabriel. Thank you, Gabriel. All the way from Belgium. Welcome. Welcome. Well, you know, I think, yeah, uh, um, I mean, hopefully the Starks will, at least the the ones that are left will thrive. You know, nobody will be after them, I don't believe, because nobody knows that they're there. Yeah. You know, but... I don't know. Well,
2: I don't know. Yeah, I don't
3: know. Yeah. But I think it's going to be interesting to see if when Bran comes into his full little awareness of his power and potential, if we already know that he's, it's inevitable that he's going to be able to control the dragons. But let's see if he'll be able to control any White Walkers.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
3: that's going to be interesting. That'll be interesting. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Thank you, Gabriel. Thank you. Okay, our next email is from Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. Hello, Sister J and Sister K. I've been attempting to write since I found your True Blood podcast four years ago, but by the time I've finished writing, it always appears to be too long, and I didn't want to be called out for that. <laughs> <laughs> After listening to last week's podcast with two hours of feedback, yep. I figured I better send it in now before Sister J decides to only allow emails with one sentence from here on out. <laughs> I really enjoy listening to the way you two break down each episode, give your point of views and predictions, along with allowing others to do the same. It used to bother me having to wait a week for the podcast. That's not a dig, sisters, because I couldn't wait to hear your thoughts. Now I don't mind because it's like Christmas morning every Saturday. Open up my podcast app. And see it downloading, and I say, All is right with the world. Yeah. <laughs> Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, we got it
3: late. <laughs> it's
2: because bit. of you two that I actually pay attention to the words that are being spoken on Game of Thrones so that I could laugh along with you. <laughs> You're a liar. <laughs> she even spelled that out. Liar. Season four of Game of Thrones can't get here fast enough. I know. But until then, I'll be waiting for next Saturday morning, fingers crossed. Now, that might be a little dig, sisters. <laughs> you to say, when your True Blood podcast starts to download. Yeah,
3: I hope we can do that.
2: Love you, ladies. Keep up the good work. Stephanie in
3: Michigan. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank that you, was Stephanie. awesome. I'm
2: glad you wrote
3: in, and You know, I mean, I kid everybody about a long-ass email, but hey, we want to hear what your feedback is. And if it happens to be long, hey. Well, sometimes, though, she'd be tell- looking at me like, Good hurry Lord. up hurry up hurry up, <laughs> up hurry up, hurry up. <laughs> yeah. i admit it but hey y'all love it when i say thank you for that long ass S- email, email. <laughs> thank you thank
2: stephanie. you stephanie
3: and we hope we hear from you when yeah. blood starts yep
2: okay our next email is from Tara. hey tayra um, hey, hi, Sister J and K. It's Tara, long time no right. Yes, I know. I've mm-hmm. been doing some traveling. Ooh. I went to Brazil and into the Amazon. Wow. Oh, hell to the no. Ooh, that'd be interesting. With bugs and shit. Well, yeah, but it was totally
3: amazing.
2: it was a totally amazing trip. But the unfortunate thing about this trip was the fact that I had no internet service the entire trip while I was away. <laughs> That's nor any way. HBO. <laughs> so I had the day off and to catch up on all my Sister Speak um, and Game of Thrones. Woo! So that was three episodes and two Sister Speak shows all in two days.
3: Wow! And that's a lot. That's
2: a lot. About Sister Speak. Now, Sister K, that Dario Naharis is mine. <laughs> <laughs> he is so fine. Not just cute, but rugged, handsome. Why do you always put your claim on all the fine men on this show? (laughs) Case in point, Jack and Hagar. You claim for yourself. Yep. This is just selfish. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, She is selfish. No, I did not claim Dario. Yeah, yeah,
3: you did. No, I
2: didn't. I -hmm. claimed Jack, and I said Dario's cute, Mm
3: -hmm. but I didn't
2: claim him. You can have him. I'm a sister. Can a sister get a hookup, please? Dario <laughs> <Gaia> Cartera. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing about this podcast that keeps me dying is all the people calling and leaving voicemails. And the sister saying that Brother Ray and Tim from Australia got sexy voices. Yep. We can add Steven to that, too.
3: Yeah. And
2: all the women, too. But, you know, I don't float that way. So. <laughs> <laughs>
3: A woman has a good voice, don't mean that you blow that way. I was just trying to say, oh, you know, Lord. The reason I say all the guys, oh, is you know, I like the guys, but you oh, know anyway, oh <laughs> Lord, you are
2: so silly today. <laughs> okay, sorry, y'all. Um, she's like, I'm dying when they leave their messages. Hey, I'm walking a bloody dragon here. Yeah, there's it seems good. to get. It seems to me the more excited the accent, that's for sexy Tim. Hey, Tim. Hey, Tim. The more attention these guys get. Hey, what about the folks from California? Yes, we say totally like and awesome. OMG. With well, a hair flip, mind you, does not mean you guys have to favor other listeners for their accent. <laughs> like, I, I totally have an accent. Well, send in some
3: damn voicemails. Yes, send in some voicemail.
2: We're only able to comment on the voice if you send in a, a voice mail. And brother Ray does not have an accent, so no. boop, your theory is broken already, girl. Boop. <laughs> 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 so for for True Blood, send in a voicemail so we can tell you your voice is sexy
3: too. Okay, cool.
2: I'm only gonna make two comments on episode Misa. Yes, this episode wasn't action-packed like Reigns of Castamere. This was an intelligent episode and really reflect on the depths of characters and their motivations for doing so. Like Tywin, he does what he does for the sake of the Lannister name, so their family can continue on and not die off. He is making sure of that through Tyrion. Even though he is disgusted by his appearance, he kept him alive for the sake of the family legacy. I wonder if Peter Dinklage in real life is ever bothered by the constant referrals to his height. I mean, in real life, he must have been laughed at because of being a little person. He was. Peter must have thick skin. Yep.
3: Yeah, I bet he does. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he was teased and stuff.
2: Okay, I'm trying to make this short for Sister J. Odd point about this episode. Sir Davos learning how to read, that's good. But the one word he messes up is the word night. He says, niggit. Nigga. Really? Then we have... We, you see, we awful close. <laughs> okay, don't all y'all go out saying that because it's a little too close. She okay. says, then we have Daenerys save all the brown people from the slave master oppressors. In, America, in American entertainment, I am sick of discussing it, but every once in a while it pops up its ugly head. Yeah. Movies like The Help, Then Last Samurai, The Time Machine, etc., Oh, the good white folks saving all the poor oppressed brown people. Mm-hmm. Really, that was a weak last look at Daenerys until the new series next year. Sigh. Thanks for a free podcast with hours of entertainment. The last, she says, the last nigga keeping it real. <laughs> 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 Tara, Tara, yeah.
3: Tara, Tara. did even right. Thank you for that funny email, thank Tara. You, Tara. And you know what? I am so surprised that everybody is focused on all the brown people or sla- being liberated from slavery and by this one white person and stuff. I just didn't see it that way. I just didn't see it that way. I didn't see it that way, but I understand. But I can understand why, that now. Yeah. No, now I that you're pointing it out. Yeah, I
2: understand why it, it's kind of hitting some people wrong. Yeah. Because Hollywood does tend to do they that. They do
3: that all the time.
2: They do that and all actually, the time. And we, actually, we talk about it all
3: the time we in do other talk shows. We
2: about it. We just didn't. I just didn't. It, it, it just didn't hit me but to in me, that fashion. What bothered me about the scene was the hokiness and the cheesiness of it. Not that part, but yeah. now that you say it, now I'm like, mm. yeah.
3: Okay. So, yeah. I, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Tayra. Thank you, Tayra. You a mess, girl.
2: <laughs> okay, our next piece of feedback is a message from our Facebook page. Okay, cool. Uh, from Tammy, a different Tammy. Okay. She says, hello, Sister Kay and Sister Jay. I just wanted to say a few things about the episode and a few things about you ladies. Okay. First off, everyone wants to say the episode was anticlimactic." One thing about Game of Thrones I have learned through the years is nothing happens without a reason behind it. And sometimes words are just as important as swords. True. I know I am not the only one who was cussing at my TV (laughs) when Joffrey's ass wanted to serve Robb's head to Sansa. I know. What an ass. Kill him now. Shay should have taken the diamonds and run. Romantic love has no place in King's Landing. They sure don't. Egret could have killed Jon Snow, but damn, she sure did do some damage. I think Arya is on her way to Bravo's. Yay. Mm-hmm. I will stop there. Ladies, you guys are awesome. And whoever does not like it can step. Best free podcast ever. Boop. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> Can't wait to get True Blood started. Your biggest fan in Colorado, Tammy F. Thank you, Tammy. Thank you, Tammy. For that
3: wonderful, wonderful email. And, yeah, I'm ready for True Blood.
2: Yes, 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 yes.
3: hmm
2: Okay, our next um, message that we got from Facebook, which was really like an email, uh-huh. is from Emily. Hey, Emily. Hey, sister. Season finale already, but oh well, now comes true blood. I hope this makes it on time for your podcast, but if not, oh well. Sitting my love from Minnesota or north of the wall. <laughs> I like that.
3: North of the wall.
2: As I expected, this episode was a little low-key compared to last week. I was really heartbroken for Arya to have to see Grey Wind's head on Rob's body. I know. Poor girl. Although she sure got that rage out later, stabbing that fray. That's right. I cheered. It is also so great to watch her and the Hound together. Mm-hmm. She brings out the better man in him.
3: I think so, too.
2: My friends got a little annoyed with me during the small council meeting when Joffrey started to insult Tywin. I think I've been listening to too much sister speak because when he insulted Tywin, I was like, oh, no, you did not. <laughs> then he looked at Sarah saying, I yelled, mama can't do shit for you. But then That's I realized right. there is no such thing as too much to speak. Great <laughs> funny scene, though. That's that good. was a
3: good scene. That's a good scene. It was...
2: I was moved during the Danny scene. It really makes me feel convinced that she'd be a great leader who really does care for her subjects. I'm not really sure what they're doing with the Yara scene, but that dick-in-a-box stuff is nasty. It
3: was nasty. <laughs> in the
2: books, she doesn't go off an adventure, uh, off on an adventure like that, but oh well. I had to laugh at you-know-nothing, Jon Snow. I know you won't hurt me. Then she shoots him. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Gret. I'd be pissed too. Yeah. At least he's not dead.
3: Nope. We're just wondering how the fact she got up there so damn fast. Yeah. I mean, you know, she ain't got no horse or nothing. Ain't nobody around her, but she got up there. Yeah. Yeah. That's bogus. Well, I don't have a whole lot of feedback. I usually just listen and enjoy. I know
2: you had mentioned me last week as being a new listener. I've been a listener for about a year now, but I think I might leave some more once true blood starts. Yep. I think I will come up with a nickname so I stick out more. Ah. Anyway, thank you ladies for great podcasts for this season and I look forward to hearing you talk True Blood next week. As always, five stars. Okay, Sister J, end of long ass email. <laughs> em, and then she says Emmy. M-E, um, Emmy J. P.S. I've always wondered this. I'm assuming your logo is cartoons of you two. Which one has the curly
3: hair and which has the straight hair? <laughs> I did. I did post it, Emily, an answer though, uh, to let her know that you came up with that logo years ago at a time when I had sister locks in and you had really straight hair. Yeah, I had so straight those hair. are representations of what we looked like when we first started and. So I'm the curly-haired one, and it's really not curly hair; it's it's locks. And Sister K is depicted with the smooth hair. However, it's true. We are totally opposite now. Yeah. <laughs> Sister K got the natural.
2: I'm going natural.
3: Yep, almost a year. And Sister J is. Well, I got different hair every other week. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> Because I ain't going to lie. I buy mine. Yeah, it's my hair. I pay for it. There you go. (laughs) Boop. Boop. So, and I like to change it up. So, one, you you know, I got curly on today. But, you know, when I go to the office, I might have some straight hair or wavy hair, whatever. Anyway.
2: All right. Well, thank you, Emily. Thanks, Emily. Okay. Our next email is from Myron. Hey, Myron. Hello, sisters. Why did ten episodes feel more like five? Because the show is so awesome, that's why. Yep. I know this episode was not that moving or gripping, but realize that this season covered half of book three. The story will be continued next season. This episode sets up the characters and locations that will be focused Mm -hmm. on in season four. Why was Theon featured in this season? I believe it was about business. He is needed in telling the story to come and his agent ensured he would have a role to play this season. <laughs> okay, let's get started. Some storylines of the season. Alana Tyrell to Cersei. Your mo- we mothers do what we can to keep our sons from the grave, but they do seem to yearn for it. Mm-hmm. We shower them with good sense, and it slides right off like rain off a wing. I like that. Uh huh. Joffrey to Tywin. My father won the real war while you hid under Casterly Rock. ooh wait. Tyrion to Joffrey, monsters are dangerous and just now kings are dying like flies. Ain't that the truth. I like
3: that one. I like that one.
2: Sisters, does Joffrey have anything to worry about? Yeah. Uh, Just a few. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Tyrion to Tywin, when have you ever done something that wasn't in your interest but solely in the interest of the family? Tywin to Tyrion, the day you were born, I wanted to carry you into the sea and let the waves wash you away. Mm. Instead, I let you live and I brought you up as my son because you are a Lannister. What the fuck was that? Sisters, what exactly does Tywin mean that he brought Tyrion up as his son? I know. Are we to question Tyrion's paternity? Mm-hmm. Just saying. Whatever it may mean, that was some cold shit to say to a person you raised as your child.
3: That's that's it.
2: That's true. But that goes back to that episode. I think it was episode one of this season where he says, I don't even know if you're mine.
3: Yeah. Remember he said yeah. that?
2: Now we know he's his. Yeah. You can tell. I mean, by the hair except that he's his, but he's just saying that because he couldn't fathom that he would have a child with a disability. Yeah. Or that was not fully, you know, formed or whatever. Well,
3: he's fully formed. He's just very, very short. He's a a dwarf. So you know. Right. And yeah. That, so Tywin that's, just says that stuff that's to be mean. That's what he's mean. trying to say all the effing time times. I, I don't know. even know if you're mine. But, but he's just doing that to be mean. Yep. Mm
2: hmm. Sisters, what do you make of the emphasis made by the telling of Bran's story, story about hospitality as it relates to Walter Frey? And oh, Tywin? you know what it means. Yeah. And Tywin Lannister, since it was Tywin's idea. To ambush the Starks in the first place. Exactly. Maybe Sister J would be best at giving her thoughts, since Sister K doesn't get into get info from book readers like Sister J does.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, it's not that I get info from book readers, but it's just that a person did tell me the uh, the backstory, and I understand that that the backstory has since been told on HBO Go about. When you invite somebody to your home, yeah. they're a guest in your house, and everybody has that guest ritual. And for the phrase, it was the eating of the salt and the meat. And once that's done, it's like, it, it's like a protection yeah, spell. Know. You know, so, yeah. He
2: says, um, so he says, maybe Sister J would be best at giving her thoughts since Sister K doesn't get info from book readers like Sister J does. Be a sport, Sister J. That was a, tiny, a teeny tiny read. <laughs> Friends yeah. who watch shows in common can do that without any bad blood. <laughs> oh, I see. He didn't really want a, uh explanation. Just tried to read me. He's uh. trying to read you. Mm. She thinks she is getting played. She is a prostitute who seemingly doesn't understand her standing uh, she has in King's Landing. Exactly. She wonders if Tyrion secretly loves Sansa. If Tyrion simply wants her to be his whore and if he was... Uh, behind Varys' attempt to pay her to leave the city. Mm-hmm. Oh. yeah. Do you think she will exact some sort of revenge against Tyrion as a result of how she feels she is being treated?
3: No, not unless I didn't she think about. Not that. unless she felt like Tyrion really did send Vars to do that. I, you know, that didn't even cross my yeah. mind that he. I don't think it. so, though, because if even if Tyrion did go to Baris and say, you know what. I don't think he would do that. Of course he wouldn't do it. But even if he did, he would never admit it to her. No. Sisters, did you feel like you were watching Roots? The Westeros? Yeah,
2: I'm telling you. See, I'm not the only one. The Westeros edition, when Theon went through the whole your name is Reek toby scene? Yeah, I know. Toby. I, did. I know I did. I know. Danny's white skin being lifted up in a sea of brown people was interesting as well. But we can discuss that at another time. See, I didn't and, even hone on that,
3: man.
2: And what was with the reading rainbow scene with Davos, Kay, in your most slave-inspired <laughs> yeah. voice? Can you muster, or you can muster? Please say I could read now. <laughs> I'm not doing that, Myron. Right?
3: <laughs> he said, I don't know what a slave voice is. <laughs> yeah, what a slave voice supposed
2: to be. Yeah, no, we ain't, we ain't gonna go there. <laughs> um. I will let others discuss Theon's penis in the box, the Sam night swap scene, the Bran White Walker story, Lord Bolton's story, Egrit and Jon Snow's story, and last but not least, Stannis' story. Since these will all be featured next season in Timeless Limited. Yep. Thanks for covering this season of Dim Thrones in such an awesome, thorough, and entertaining way. I will give True Blood a try, but since I bailed out on it last season, I cannot promise that I will keep it up. <laughs> I remember that, Ah, uh, yeah. I do believe that this should be the last season of the show since it has been poorly written yeah. and directed in the remaining seasons. Yep. I am a book reader, and unfortunately the show did not leave me as interested as I was in reading the books. I will keep in touch just the same. All this from the originator of the long-ass emails. Ain't that the truth. Myron. I remember remember from that, Myron. P.S. Valar Morghulis to our Aria. And to the haters of a sister-speak podcast, I say Dracaris,
3: motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tell them, Myron. Oh, tell them, Myron. Thank you, Myron, for that wonderful email. Thank and you it. know what? I'm going to be using that. Yeah, Drakkaras, motherfuckers. Mother car <laughs> hey, Myra, send us a voicemail with that on there. Oh, no. <laughs> and we'll put it on our podcast. <laughs> oh, goodness. <sighs> oh, that was a good email, though. But don't try to read me. Okay, our next... Thank you, Myron. <laughs> our next email
2: is from... Uh, well, let me just read. Hello, Sister J and Sister K. It's me, Bong Lee, or BJ... On Facebook. Oh, yeah. And here is my Dim Throne Season 3 feedback. All right. Before I begin, I just have to tell you guys that this season, I really enjoyed Sister J and her cartoon hate on poor Sam. (laughs) What do you mean cartoon? I don't know. Cartoon Cartoon hate. hate. Probably fake hate.
3: Oh, Lord.
2: On poor Sam and how Sister K defends him. But (laughs) I'm with Sister K. I don't think he is useless. Thank you, (laughs) DJ. (laughs) <laughs> the season finale was not as epic as the other two season fin- season finales, but I liked it. And considering the Red Wedding episode the week before, the choice to lay low on the shock factor is the right one.
3: That is true, though.
2: Poor Arya. She wakes up with the Frey shouting King of the North, only to see Rob's body on a horse with Grey Wind's head.
3: I know. I think
2: Walter Frey and Bolton bumps the hound out of Arya's death list.
3: Mm-hmm. I hope. I think so. I think the hound if he's even still on the list is way down at the bottom.
2: I think he's still on there.
3: I think he's at the bottom now. Yeah.
2: That, she she don't forgive too easy.
3: That's true, she no, but bridges, but
2: actually. but
3: yeah, he's, going, he's helping her so much, though. Yeah, I think we'll he'll see. be off the list.
2: Next Arya scene, they pass by some Frey soldiers at a camp. And over here, one of them saying he personally sewed Grey Wind's head on Rob. And what did Arya do? Stabbed him. She prison shanked that Frey soldier. She showed him. And the hound had a what the F moment. Uh-huh. He was surprised Arya had it in her. And when he asked her if it was the first man she killed, she lied and said it was her first kill. I guess she will be a train killer somewhere in Bravos with that coin as her ticket in.
3: Well, but she didn't lie though, because as you pointed out, she said the first man.
2: Yeah. The first person she killed was a boy.
3: Was a boy. Mm-hmm.
2: Now we know what Tyron promised Frey and Bolton. River Run to the Freys and yep. temporary position as Warden of the North to the Boltons. Yep. Finally we get a confirmation on Theon's torturer, Ramsey Snow.
4: Mm-hmm. Did
2: anyone find that sausage eating scene disturbing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> especially y'all guys yeah we also find out that he was being held as a hostage um as a bargaining leverage against the Greyjoys. yep what the boltons didn't take into account is theon's dad don't give a shit Mm
4: -hmm. but
2: i was surprised yara the sister decided to rescue him to the best part of the episode king's Landing.
3: yes yes yeah yeah
2: Tyrion and Sansa are finally bonding, and poor Shay have to wit- has to witness all of that. Hey,
3: well, you she know she loves
2: it. both Sansa and Tyrion, but the sight of them bonding probably hurt Shay.
3: It probably do.
2: Yep, I saw Var- the Varus and Shay scene as Varus trying to send Shay away, and Shay saying she will only leave if Tyrion wants her to leave. But some people I talked to said Shay thinks Tyrion asked Varus to break up with her and send her away, and Shay told Varus to tell Tyrion to break up with her himself mm-hmm that could be see that's the second part Myra yeah. did the same thing and I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think that though but maybe that it could be was her yeah
3: maybe that's what she thought and maybe that's why she did throw back the money mm-hmm.
2: the best scene is the small council meeting when Joffrey is all excited and Tyrion excuse me and Tywin basically told him to go to bed yep the father and son talk was great and even Cersei and Tyrion talk was great <laughs> Cersei actually, well, the father and son talk was awful. Wow. Cersei actually giving advice, and it was an honest, heartfelt advice. It's true that everything that is happening to Sansa is tragedy after tragedy, and giving her a child will give her comfort. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe. Maybe she don't want no damn. Maybe. Daenerys or Christina Aguilera (laughs) (laughs) scene is another triumph for the Khaleesi. After watching the scene, I thought of of a theory. With all her success in that part of the world, I don't think she would be coming to Westeros. The dream of taking back Westeros is her brother's dream, not hers. I think she found her purpose freeing the slaves.
3: Oh! The
2: mother of dragons, and now she is also the mother of the freed slaves. I think at the end, Jon Snow will be ruling Westeros with the remaining Starks as support. Braun with his magic, Arya as a killing machine, Sansa probably all trained in the politics of the small council, and Rickon... I don't really know what Rickon is going to be. Hmm. Second best part of the episode, Hodor Hodoring, and listening to the Echoes.
3: I know. Yeah. I love that part. I do. I really like that part. Yeah. But uh, but that was a good uh, comment, though. Yeah, about... Um, about uh, Khaleesi. Uh, yeah. Hmm.
2: Another 9 to 12 months of no Game of Thrones, but I will continue to listen to the podcast Although I kind of lost interest in True Blood.
3: Me too, but I'm going to do it.
2: I'll be watching just because of the podcast and my wife, my wife, red hair, baby vamp, Jessica.
3: Oh, <laughs>
2: he's married. He's, he said, that's his wife.
3: Mm-hmm. I
2: have a funny story regarding the closing your blinds curtains, but I'll share that in the True Blood podcast. Okay. Thanks for the hours of entertainment, sisters, BJ. Thank you,
3: PJ, for that great email. And you know, I didn't think about the fact that maybe Khaleesi won't go. I mean, that's what I meant I think when I said I hope she doesn't get distracted by freeing all these folk up, you know? She might. She might though. Because that's might. a lot
2: of damn people. That's a lot of to damn it.
3: people. That's yeah. gonna be a whole a whole bunch of ships.
2: Yeah. And a whole bunch of people to feed,
3: mm-hmm. a whole bunch of people
2: to just keep up with Yeah. You know? So mm,
3: that's a Thank you, be BJ. Something.
2: Thank you for that email. Okay, our next email is from Katie. Hey Katie. Hi, sister. Sorry I'm a bit late with this. I hope even if I didn't make it in time for the contest, she I did. made it in time for this week's podcast. Can't wait for it. Oh and she sent us a voicemail. Yay. Okay,
9: let me play that now. Okay. Hi, sisters, it's Katie. I'm looking forward to hearing what you ladies thought of this episode. Um, I was kind of disappointed and I I can't really tell whether that's my usual cynical being a book reader and having imagined the whole thing in my head and then it not being as good as my imagination or whether it actually wasn't a great episode. Maybe it was a good episode but I didn't think it was dramatic enough to be the season finale but then they had such an episode last week to follow. How How could they possibly follow that? Um, but apart from being really disappointed overall, there were some scenes that I really, really liked this week. Um, the the opening where they brought out the the king in the north with the direwolf Grey Wind's head on Rob Stark's body was... I mean, I didn't think that they were actually going to show that. I thought that they would cop out and, you know, have some Frey bannermen talking about it or something. But we actually saw it and it was... As horrible as I expected it to be, which was was great. It's meant to be, <laughs> and, and I really loved the scene that came later after that, showing Arya and her her response to it and her rage. And I'm also really loving her interaction with the Hound. The the way that those two actors are playing off each other is brilliant. Um, I also really loved the bit with Bran telling the story of the the Rat Cook. And I yeah, the the story about how the gods will never forgive someone who kills a guest beneath their own roof was amazing, really, really good moment. Um I'm a little bit sad that the season's over, especially that the final scene was really disappointing. Let's not even talk about that. Um more I'm sad that Sisters Speak Game of Thrones is over for another year and I don't know maybe i will listen to you for true blood i definitely can't catch up on all of those episodes but maybe i'll listen anyway even though i won't know what's going on um one more thing to say apparently it says excuse me i'm walking a freaking dragon here
3: thank you katie for that wonderful e- uh, voicemail thank you, katie. and th- you are so proper she said, excuse me, I'm walking a freaking dragon here. Yeah. You are so proper. Thank you so much. That's great. We love it.
2: I love that. And I, you know, you made some good points about the show. I, I, am kind of sad that the show is over, but I'm well, also yeah. relieved because there's just been so much yeah, drama, so yeah. much
3: intensity. It, it, we need time and space in between. I think that red wedding. Yeah, I
2: didn't know because I hadn't read that part of the books that um, that was part of the story with the body and the head. Yeah.
3: Oh, that's awful to know there. Ooh.
2: All right. Well, our next email is from Shalita. Hey, Shalita. Hey, Shalita. Hey, sisters. This is a quickie for me because it's probably late. Oops. No, you're not late. We're kind of late. Yeah, we're late. Good solid episode, but anticlimactic after the red wedding. See, there you go. Love Arya and the Hound. Egret ain't having none of Jon's shit. Cause hell have no fury like a woman scorned. That's the truth. Granddaddy Tywin sent Joffrey to bed with no supper. Laugh out loud. Theon's sister is stand up. His daddy not so much. I'm glad Sam found Bran and them. Thankfully, he did have more than of that dragon glass. See, sister J, <laughs> that is a purpose to Sam.
3: Yeah, well, and
2: mm. since. And I sincerely hope it wasn't Joffrey who told Sansa about her mama and brother, because clearly that mofo is one sick SOB. Ain't he dope? I think he did.
3: I think he did, probably.
2: Oh, and was Cersei not happy to see Jamie? His lack of a hand, that big a deal?
3: Hmm.
2: I mean, it is disturbing, but well, she was a tad, like, un-emotional about it.
3: Very unemotional. Mm-hmm.
2: Now I have a question for y'all. What did you think of the imagery of Danny and all those brown-skinned folks basically worshiping her? Everybody's saying that. That has sparked some debate. White savior complex and all that. It does send a questionable questionable imagery. But you like Danny, and it's it's like conflicting. But I feel they could have gotten that end scene across with less questionable imagery. That's all I can think of right now. Thank you so much for putting out such a quality podcast. I have tried other ones when I am really jonesing for some Game of Thrones, and I can't even finish them. They're so boring. You guys are the absolute best. Until next time, Shalita. P.S. That was my attempt at short. Was it still too long, since? I <laughs> No, it's okay. P.S.S. Eric is mine. We're going to have to work up some kind of timeshare arrangement with the Vikings.
3: <laughs> Laugh out loud. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, we can we can do a schedule. Yeah, a time schedule. yeah. <laughs> we'll put it on a schedule, Shalita. <clears throat> Thank
2: you, Shalita. Thank you,
3: Shalita, for that email. It wasn't too long. No, you know wasn't what though? Up. I'm real disappointed in myself that I did not feel offended by the imagery <laughs> at the <laughs> end. That's you didn't... know, yeah, because usually I notice things like that, but it didn't offend me at all. But uh, like I have to say though. I mean, he wrote these books years ago. I mean, everybody's just now, you know, reading them, and the Game of Thrones is new. It's only three seasons. But he wrote these books years ago. What does that do with Well, Well, just what I said before. He grew up in the same generation that I did, with all that racial shit. Of course that's how he would see it. Of course. It wouldn't be anything to him. So I wouldn't trip on it if I was people.
2: I don't know. We don't know that that's, well, someone could tell us if that is in the book or if that was a TV
3: yeah. thing.
2: If they, it might be a TV be adaptation.
3: Wrong. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, thank you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita. Our next email is from Paris. Hey, Paris. Well, so it says the season has come and gone far too soon. I have absolutely loved it, though. We got to see Danny gain an enormous amount of power, support, and even love from her ever-increasing army. Yeah, The dragons were a wonder to behold. If just one adolescent dragon lit up a town, I cannot wait to see them all full-grown. I know. That's
3: the truth. That's the truth. Another
2: great story this season was getting to see the Tyrell family slowly but surely maneuver themselves... Into the seat of power with the Lannisters. Yeah. Lady Alana and Marjorie show that they are fiercely cunning and know exactly what sort of vipers they're dealing with in the Lannister clan. Mm
4: hmm.
2: Speaking of which, I absolutely love the final scenes between Joffrey, Tyrion, and Tywin. Yep. I was so glad Tyrion stood up to that little bastard. I cheered too when Tywin seemingly backed his son up.
3: Mm hmm. Like
2: I said before, Joffrey doesn't seem to realize just how much of a figurehead king he is. Yeah. One more little temper tantrum and Tywin will shut his ass down. Mm -hmm. Loved it. On a side note, can I just say how much I love Varys this season?
3: I know. Something
2: finally clicked in my head about him, and I just loved every time he was on screen.
3: I really like that character, Uh too.
2: As a real guardian of the realm, he is one player in the game I hope sticks around. Mm -hmm. Gendry's story was another side note that really drew me in. Besides the fact that he got super ripped from between seasons, I know. <laughs> I love that his truth as Robert's son is finally revealed. Mm-hmm. Melisandre is going to have to be dealt with because I don't see her letting the blood of the former king get away.
3: Yeah, she, she's the only thing that's
2: going to help him is if she really does focus on the North. Yeah, for
3: now on the White Walkers and yeah. stuff. Yeah.
2: Finally, we witnessed the fall of the King of the North. As season three was airing, I was going back and rewatching season one. I was shocked just how much from this season was hinted at and actually outright stated by the characters themselves. The failed oath of marriage between the Starks and the Freys, the fact that Daenerys and her brother were of old Valyrian tongue, and a lot more, a tribute to the writing and the original story that these threads continued and paid off this season. It didn't make it any easier to watch Rob go down, though. Damn. Damn. Like a lot of the other listeners, I think they are maneuvering the remaining Stark children into a position where they will have to train and become stronger, gather with another force, maybe Daenerys, and help take King's Landing. I, for one, cannot wait. Hope this makes it in, Paris. Thank you, Paris. Thank you, Paris, for that email. Email. That's great. And, yes, this is in time. Oh, yeah. And And, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing
3: what happens with the rest of right. the starts And we can see now that, yeah, that this episode positions the remaining Stark children as going their respective ways and so they can, like, you know, do whatever it is that they have to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one
2: thing, though, I didn't... You know, speaking of the Tyrells, we didn't see them, really, in the nope. last two episodes. Nope. So That's I okay. wonder if, if that, um, you know, getting... Trying to maneuver their own little thing mm-hmm. and then getting found out kind of scared
3: him a little bit. I don't think so. Especially
2: knowing how ruthless the Lannisters yeah. can be.
3: Yeah, I don't think so because, like, like uh, what you call him? Cersei said to Joffrey when uh, when uh, Tywin ordered him to, to leave because he was tired, take him to bed. She said, "We have a wedding to plan and stuff." So, I mean, all that's still going on. I know, so, but I
2: wonder if it kind of spooked them a little. So now they're like, "Look, let's just stick to the plan." I don't think so. I let's don't just think stick with what we, you know, let's let's not try to maneuver no more shit. Yeah, I I, I don't know. It would scare me because they crazy.
3: <laughs> yeah, okay. but Lady Olena I think, is very I formidable. Like yeah. Though I hope mm-hmm. that they come
2: back next season. Okay, and our last email of the day. ...is, or of the week, is from Alabama Freddie. Hey, Alabama Freddy. Hey, sisters. Trying to get this in, so I'll be quick. First of all, and most importantly, thank you, thank you, thank you, Sister J and Sister K for another great season of Game of Thrones podcast. And while I'm at it, thanks to all my fellow listeners who write and call in to the sisters. We really do make up a wonderful family, don't we? Yep. Yes, y'all do. Y'all do. Hey, bunny... You really think of me as an outlaw? I thought loud. Well, aside from a few speeding tickets, I'm a law-abiding citizen. No broken laws here, unless you're asking me to. Anything for Bunny and my sisters. Does it count if I don't get caught? On with the show. Best line, Tyrion. Being drunk all the time is not an easy thing. If it were,
3: everyone would do it.
2: Yeah, he I did say that. say that. But he yeah. was trying to uh, uh,
3: get Podrick drunk.
2: Uh-huh. Felt so good to see Arya get her first taste of blood. Yeah. Damn, Joffrey ain't dead yet, evil little bastard.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Where the hell is Marjorie and Granny Thorns? Yep. Miss them. Yep. Pod still has the lady's head turning. I
3: know. They's lady's whispering
2: about him. head's turning. I wonder if he's been back to the brothel. Or if that was still residual stories from the original I think that's music. residual.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's residual.
2: That closing scene with Khaleesi was a beautiful shot. Mm-hmm. But if she keeps adding shit to her title, they're going to have to make the show longer than an hour. That's true. Cause she was saying uh, Mother of Dragons, Daenerys Thornborn of the House Targaryen, Mother of Dragons, conqueror of the, of the leader of the... Um, unsullied. Unsullied. Conqueror of the... Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, hell. Time is escaping me, and I want this to make the cut, so I'll wrap it up. I have so much more to say. Maybe, sisters, if you'll indulge me, I can continue this on the True Blood show, since most Thrones fans will be heading there anyway. (laughs) Y'all better, or this outlaw will hunt you down. (laughs) Until next time, sisters, love and peace, Alabama Freddy. P.S. Hey, Sister Kay, since you were on a roll last week, I guess this is as good a time as any to tell you that Fred is short for Winnie Fred. Laugh out loud, but I still love y'all. Oh, no, another (laughs) (laughs) one. Winnie Fred. So So that's a girl. So Alabama Freddy is a she. Yay.
3: Oh, she don't care.
2: You know what, y'all? She don't care. Y'all need to be clear if y'all
3: dad on <laughs> Name She don't care, she don't care, she don't care Well hello Winifred Hi Alabama Freddie Alabama Freddy. I like that though, Alabama Freddie Yeah mm-hmm.
2: Well thank you Alabama Freddie Thank you Alabama Freddie for that email And yes, if you have more to say about Game of Thrones speech, you can definitely Talk about it in your True Blood Email Well as
3: long as you're talking about True Blood too though we're right. Yes. We're right, yeah, 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 okay, okay. Well, that was the last piece. Oh, that's of a long piece. ass
2: podcast. Ooh, yes, it Damn. is. Y'all were awesome,
3: y'all were great. We
2: had over, well, I, I didn't really count, but if... we, we had counted, a bunch of we entries. We had a shitload of feedback, email, voicemail, and, and
3: so there's else. a shitload of y'all in the drawing for yes. the prize.
2: Oh, and I misspoke last week. I said we were going to give away a Funko Pop doll, which is Tyrion Lannister, mm-hmm. and also a deck of cards. Well, actually, it was um, a Hand of the Kingpin, oh. not a deck of cards. Okay. So, the hand, well, I do have a deck of cards, but I already opened them, so I don't know if y'all want that or not. But anyway. Um, they're cute, though. They're cute. If you want them, I'll send them to you. Ooh, they real nice. We haven't used them. Okay so, okay, so Sister J, is them around. gonna draw. We put all y'all's names in here. All like 30, 40 of you. Swirl, around.
3: swirl, okay. around. swirl them Jay around. Okay, swirl them around. All right. For
2: our final feedback contest. And, and let, let me see, see what game I
3: got. Drum roll, please. And the winner is Mina Mina. <laughs> Woohoo! Hey Mina. Congratulations. Congratulations, Mina. Mina. You
2: were. Wow. Lucky, lucky. Wow. Okay, Great. so Mina Mina, send us an email with your address and we will put this in the mail as soon
3: as we get that from you. Yep. And congratulations. You can, you can let Sister Kane know if you want the cards or the pen. I mean, I'll I'll just throw them all in there. Well, no, let her tell
2: you well, because they're getting she's getting the pen. And Uh-oh. the um Tyrion Lannister doll. Don't okay. go pop doll. And okay. it's cute too.
3: It is cute. It's yes. very cute.
2: Well, I want to say thank you, Sister Jay and to everyone for making this an uh, awesome Game of Thrones podcast. Thank I you, think Sister it was Kay. even better than last year's Game of Thrones podcast. We just had yeah. so much more feedback. And our listeners are so
3: interactive. Yes, so. I love it.
2: I thank love you, it. listeners,
3: Thanks. for all your feedback and following us and liking what we do and and whenever we get that stray one or two little fucked up person, y'all read them. Okay,
2: we don't have to end on that note.
3: Hey, anyway, they know.
2: Thank y'all Thank so much. Thank y'all very much. be sure as another reminder to go to projectfandom.com and listen oh, yeah. to our interviewer question answer with session with Nina. And we hope that those of y'all who watch True Blood follow us on over there and those who don't we will look forward to talking to you next fall when the Walking Dead comes back. Yeah,
3: because we're going to be there for the Walking Dead. We're
2: going to be there. Now, and far- it's going
3: to be an awesome season because there's no trick hole there. <laughs> <laughs> the trick <hole> is gone. <laughs>
2: we have had an awesome time with Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's been fun. It has been great. Thank that- you podcast family. Yep. And um, I guess we don't need particulars Because we're going to nope. move on to the next podcast So,
3: so that's see it for y'all now. next season for Game of Thrones I'm Sister J- K, And I'm Sister J See you next time <laughs> Hey, I'm walking a freaking
4: dragon
1: here
6: Hey mate, I'm walking a bloody dragon here
9: Excuse me, I'm
0: walking
6: a freaking dragon here I'm walking a freaking dragon here that northerners will never forget the sister speak podcast network